Hello, everybody, and welcome to this very, very special episode of the Balls Over the Top podcast. I'm Michael Rock. I'm Brendan Collins. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, we are thankful for you as our listeners, and we are happy to have this time to be grateful for our family, for the things that we do have, for our health, and hopefully that this pandemic is rounding a corner. Yep. Hopefully we're getting there. Now, we had a big day of football scheduled for tomorrow, but it got a little bit smaller. Uh, originally slated for your our traditional three football games on Thanksgiving, starting off at noon, then a 4 o'clock game, then an 8 o'clock game. It's kind of the uh, Thanksgiving tradition that we have going. Well, we're one short this year. The NFL had to push back its prime time matchup, which was set to be a divisional rival, probably the best matchup of the day, the only one featuring two teams going to the playoffs, for sure at least. Well, not necessarily for sure, but Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Two playoff caliber teams, for sure. Pittsburgh undefeated at the moment. Yeah, and Baltimore was there last year with the reigning league MVP, and... They're struggling a little bit right now. If the season were to end today, they would find themselves on the outside looking in. But they were hoping to right the ship against Pittsburgh, get a key divisional win. And well, we're just going to have to wait till Sunday, hopefully. Yep. Tons and tons of outbreaks. I believe the number's up to 13 in Baltimore if you combine players and coaches. And it's going to be a banged up, really a skeleton of the Baltimore Ravens roster that we would be expecting on the field and that's if they are able to take the field on Sunday. Yep, I mean you lost two of your starting running backs. You don't have a deep locker a deep uh deep log of running backs in your stable. Exactly, so. they're leaving league MVP Lamar Jackson a little bit out to dry there. So but if there is a player who could maybe make the plays himself, I think it could be Lamar. So it's an interesting one to keep an eye on. Obviously, we will keep an, just keep our eyes on the news coming out of both of those camps and the NFL with regards to that game. But elsewhere, we will look at the games we do have tomorrow. We have a... Interesting matchup between the Houston Texans and the Detroit Lions. Detroit, a team that's been up and down most of this season. and Mostly down. Mostly down. Yeah, this is true. But then we have a Houston team that's right there with them. Absolutely. Off to a terrible start. Ended up with the firing of head coach and general manager Bill O'Brien. I feel like we mention that every week. But I feel like you can't look at the state that this Texans team is in right now without referencing Bill O'Brien and just the absolutely terrible job he did managing this roster, managing this football team, really getting rid of DeAndre Hopkins, arguably the premier talent for a quarterback and, you know, talent for a quarterback to throw to. He's right. a wide receiver. But this team is really in a terrible place right now and... They don't have much to look up to, missing 
a good portion of their draft picks over the next couple of years. An aging defense. So an interesting matchup that, I mean, obviously Detroit is a classic team playing on Thanksgiving every year, but I feel like we would have expected to see some teams that were more likely to be playoff bound. Yeah, especially for Detroit to face off against. I mean, this is this is a real rough game. These are two very lost teams. I wonder what Vegas has to say about this game. What are the uh, what are the sports books telling us? Well, funny you should ask. We have a three point line in favor of Houston, which I think is a little bit of a surprise. I mean, obviously this. Detroit team has been banged up of late, missing some weapons. But with the state of this Texans team, I'm a little bit surprised to see them as favorites. Three-point spread, so obviously it is a bit of a coin toss. But you got to imagine some of this comes down to Deshaun Watson and his playmaking ability. He tends to shine in, you know, primetime, nationally televised games. So, yeah, three-point spread. Texans are... Favorite on the money line as well there. And 51.5 points is the over-under. My gut instinct here is to go with Houston. Because of Deshaun Watson, because of Will Fuller. Because I'm a sucker for Romeo Cornell. And because it looks like, you know, we don't know if DeAndre Swift is going to be playing. We don't know if Kenny Galladay is going to be playing. Matt Stafford has been up and down all season. That Lions defense, despite the fact that Matt Patricia is supposed to be a defensive head coach, looks vulnerable week in and week out. So I think I have to go. Detroit, sorry, Houston to win. Houston to cover. And I think we go under 51.5. That seems high for such shaky offenses. I'm right with you across the board. We just saw this Detroit Lions team get shut out by the Carolina Panthers who were running an XFL quarterback out there. And we also have the Texans who just cannot get it together. They don't have a run game. And it really, really hurt their offense. It's all up to Deshaun Watson. It's all up to Will Fuller, who has trouble staying healthy. It's They're in a rough spot. I don't see 51 points getting scored. I don't see 41 points getting scored. It's going to be a fairly low-scoring game, but it'll be served up with pie, so can't complain too much. Yeah, as we go in the afternoon, right? You know, I say afternoon, but... A lot of these families, if you're anything like mine, we start breaking out Thanksgiving dinner around four thirty, five o'clock because need a while to digest it. And then we usually end up having, having, you know, some solid leftover game even later on that night. 4.30, we got a NFC East matchup. As is tradition, the Dallas Cowboys will be playing on Thanksgiving Day. And, well, they're going to be hosting... The Washington football team. Yes. The new old team. Yep. You know, this two vastly or thoroughly underperforming teams, they are 
riddled with injury. I mean, Washington's now several quarterbacks in, so is Dallas. Mm-hmm. And yet, whoever wins this game will find themselves in first place in the NFC East, more likely than not at week's end. With that in mind. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. We're going to make our, make ourselves sad on Thanksgiving by watching a football game between <laughs> two bad teams that are going to usurp our own bad team. Now, Dallas, <clears throat> excuse me, Dallas looked pretty decent this past week against Minnesota. They had a really impressive team comeback win there. Andy Dalton looks like an NFL quarterback. And Washington. Looks like they've turned things around a little bit. Alex Smith seems to be getting his sea legs. Yep, comeback player of the year, locked in. Easy. They should they should just hand him the trophy today. Yeah. I actually think we're going to see Washington come out on top in this game. I'm right there with you. It's a two-and-a-half-point spread, and they are the underdogs. But they seem to me to be the team with all the momentum. Ron Rivera's turned that team around. He won his personal battle with cancer. They've... This is the most consistency they've had at quarterback all season with the revolving door they had with Haskins, then Kyle Allen, now Alex Smith. And at two and a half points, I think that it's, I mean, a toss-up either way. I think Dallas is getting the three points for being the home team. So I go Washington to win. I go Washington to cover. 46 and a half. I'm going to go over. I think we might see some points. We I hope to in at least one of these two games. Especially since really the main course of our Thanksgiving football was kind of taken away with this Pittsburgh-Baltimore game. I'm hoping that we see some points out of this NFC East matchup. I think, I don't know if points are going to come, but I know that Washington's going to get to Andy Dalton a couple times. This long-praised Cowboys offensive line has finally faltered. They're beat up. They have their own injury issues. And... Chase Young is definitely looking like defensive rookie of the year. I think we see Washington come out on top. But I think I'm actually going to take the under in that over-under. I think we just don't quite get to that 50 mark. Yeah, I mean... It's at 46 and a half. I could see that. I see what you mean, though. I, we could definitely see one of these teams getting held up. I mean, we have two quarterbacks that just a month ago were on the sideline, and I, I definitely don't think you're too far off with that. Uh, but uh, like I said, I'm optimistic. You I'm gotta, optimistic we'll get gotta, some Thanksgiving points. You got to have, you got to enjoy it, right? Well, I am looking forward to it. I think we're going to have some good football tomorrow, even though it's some underwhelming. It's an underwhelming slate of games. I think we'll get some good football, and I think it's good to, going to be good to have this holiday. It's kind of weird, kind of weird to have 
COVID clashing with a holiday that's normally full of people, normally full of football. And so I'm I'm excited to see almost have things get to a sense of normalcy. Oh, well, you know what? We have a friend of the show calling in. Let's bring him in. Call from Tyler. Hey, Tyler. To accept, press 1. To send a voicemail, press 2. Let's bring him in. Hey, Tyler, how's it going? Good. How's it going, guys? Hey, man, welcome on to the show. Uh, congrats on being the first ever caller into the Bulls Over the Top podcast. Yeah, we got the phone line coming in. Makes sense. I mean, you get to be the first guest and first caller. Double whammy. Where's my trophy? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll check into that. Yeah, it's, it's in the mail. It's right there with Alex Smith's Comeback Player of the Year Award. So, speaking of the, uh, you know, we were just talking about the matchup we have coming up here with Dallas and Washington. You know, Andy Dalton, Alex Smith, two quarterbacks where if it's five years ago, you're really excited. And if it's five weeks ago, they're both on the sideline. Do you have any thoughts about these games coming up uh, tomorrow? So, I've got a, I was looking at a couple of them and, and you know, I, I, was looking primarily at the, the Lions uh Houston game. And and in that one, you know, I, I, I really think uh, you know, last week was hopefully a bit of uh you know, a, a comeback, a, a getting back into form for Matt Stafford. Not only because I have him as a fantasy quarterback, but just, you know, for that team that, that really needs kind of a, a kick start. Uh, Tyler, you got to be thinking. You got to be thinking two weeks ago, right? Uh, the Lions got absolutely walloped last week by the Teddy Bridgewaterless Panthers. By the PJ yeah, Walker so, so that's Panthers. What I'm, saying. I, I'm thinking last week was uh, Stafford was coming back from an injury. Um, you know, there there were rumors that his thumb was still bothering him. You know, make what excuses you will for for Matt Patricia and his team, but. Um, but hoping this week they can kind of get uh, uh, get back on the wagon a little bit, and you know they're still missing Kenny Galladay, which leads into my pick. You know I've got uh, a line here for Marvin Jones over under receiving yards. So the over under on that is fifty five and a half. You know one the Lions are are not great. Neither is Houston, but you know, I could see them going down and throwing a lot. And and Jones is really the only reliable target. Maybe you could argue Hawkinson, but uh, that Stafford has. So you know, hopefully Stafford getting healthy, you know, throwing a little bit more. Um, I like Marvin Jones to hit the over of fifty five and a half in this game. Yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on that. Looking good there for marvin jones i mean probably going to be that primary target for matt stafford i don't even know who their slot receiver would be so yeah neither do i and, and that's kind of the, the reasoning behind it so well thank you tyler appreciate the input there any yeah. other thoughts on the on tomorrow's games before we let you go or anything you're thankful for and you just want to mention it I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for for having a, an awesome show to call into. Well, oh, well, too kind. Right there, right back at you, there, buddy. We're yeah, uh, we're, we're, we're thankful, thankful to have you. Always grateful for your input. Last thing, 
I know we were all looking forward to that Baltimore Steelers game tomorrow night. Just got pushed back to Sunday because of the COVID outbreaks there in Baltimore. What are your thoughts? Do you think this game gets played? I haven't been following it too closely, but I think, you know, what we've seen with, with some of the other ones, you know, if, if that many people were t- just testing positive, it's only a matter of time until a few more do. Um, at the same time, you know, it, it's kind of been, you know, play with who you've got, next man up kind of mentality. So we'll see. But, you know, I'd expect them, especially with, with it spiking around the country, for them to be on the cautious side. So it, it wouldn't shock me if this one gets, you know, I, I don't know where they're at in terms of, you know, not many bye weeks left. So it may be a cancellation rather than a reschedule. But, you know, it, it wouldn't shock me to see it. Well, and you got to wonder what, how Pittsburgh would feel about something like that. I mean, they're sitting undefeated right now, flirting with history. So, yeah, that, it, I could see something similar to the, uh, I was going to call them the, the college football, but Clemson, Florida State, uh, that just got canceled. And, you know, Clemson, the head coach of Clemson seems to think it's, you know, a little bit of uh, the, the I don't know what you call it, Clemson flu or you know scared of playing the the best team in the ACC but uh, with with COVID going on not necessarily uh, a good look to be you know blaming that you know I think everyone's taking it pretty seriously so everyone's trying to be responsible yeah well Tyler we are thankful for you appreciate your input here and. Looking forward to having you back on the show, maybe even in time for this weekend for our full analysis of this week's breakdown, but always a treat when you swing by. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, thanks for joining us, Tyler. You got it, man. Have a good holiday. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, that was fun. Yeah, that was awesome. So, and... Really, I think Tyler said it really well there. I mean, it's kind of hard to blame any organization or team for their handling of this, but it's also kind of hard to know how they were treating it. I mean, I just saw Baltimore is apparently disciplining one of their employees for not handling COVID properly. Maybe they didn't report a case or I didn't see the details, but Mm -hmm. we're seeing all sorts of things like that. Definitely going to be a big storyline as it has been all year throughout the final you know quarter third of a season yeah no it'll 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 rear its ugly head again i think that's just about all we have here for our thanksgiving yeah turkey day preview for our little turkey day preview we do have we do have two other more somber things to talk about, but I figured we would be remiss if we didn't mention them. We just wanted to give a quick shout-out to the Dallas Cowboys. Strength and conditioning coach Marcus Paul passed away suddenly after a medical emergency happened during a team practice today, was rushed to the hospital, and passed away surrounded by his friends and uh, friends and family, loved ones. Very sad story. Obviously, anytime a team has to deal with a, tra- uh, a trauma like that, you know, even though we're Eagles fans and the Cowboys are our rivals, you never wish anything like this upon upon anybody. No. You know, everybody, they're all teammates in this uh, game of life. And 
sad story for their organization. I imagine they will be playing with a little something extra tomorrow on behalf of the recently passed away Marcus Paul. And with that in mind, even though this is our football episode and we're wishing everybody a Thanksgiving here at Balls Over the Top, we would be remiss if we did not mention the passing of a sports icon. Diego Maradona passing away today at 60 years old. I'm sure we will touch on this more with our weekly episode. But breaking news today, you know, I woke up to this news and very sad. A giant of the sport, both on and off the field. Absolutely. A, his, a Mount Rushmore type figure. Yeah, his impact on his impact and celebrity as an athlete is almost unparalleled and and really set the blueprint for the current generation of the superstars that we have today. We don't get the Messi, we don't get the Ronaldo or Ronaldinho or, or any of those without really the rock star that was Diego Maradona and he revolutionized the sport and the world of sports. And a tragic loss gone too soon. Absolutely. Diego Maradona. Our hearts go out to to Napoli, to Argentina, to the family. It's a tragic loss. Yes. So not to end on a sad note like that, but, you know, be grateful for the times we had. Be grateful for the memories that we get. And we are obligated as fans of the sport to give our condolences to have that moment of appreciation and to recognize. Absolutely. And we'll be back Saturday, so we'll catch everybody yes, then. we will be back with a full breakdown of the rest of the games, but we wanted to start you off with this little appetizer before we presented the main course ourselves. So exactly. Have a great holiday, everybody. Thank you for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. Happy Thanksgiving. See ya. Thank you.